0: Ready? Wow. Yeah,
1: finally. Okay.
0: Gee. Uh I f- hey folks, uh welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. I am right now literally kicking myself. I <laughs> I had taken my boot off of my foot and I'm using it to strike my buttocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we I, we should have recorded uh, on Saturday.
0: Saturday and and we would have been way out ahead of everyone else
1: that's right that's right that's right uh and and what we're talking about you know i think we should dedicate this this show to this this one event we're talking about the the covington catholic uh march for life uh students um the
0: the new heroes of the pro-life community
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right uh so yeah go ahead in fact uh tell everybody why uh you we would have been way out ahead of everyone
0: uh yeah i'm I'm with my wife, and she says, "Did your mom? Did your mom go to uh, the picket line today? Because my mom goes to a, uh, pr- a pro-life rosary march every Saturday." And mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't. I mean, there's nothing different about today that I know of." Well, apparently there was some. Uh, you know things were sketchy at first what she was telling me she didn't know the whole story even and she right. just said apparently there's some kids from Covington high school that were uh uh mocking and uh starting trouble with a native american uh protest at the same time and i said what what do you mean my the the Covington boys were there for the pro life march and she said, yes. I said, and they were uh, starting trouble with Native Americans, like racially and stuff? She said, that's what people are saying. I said, well, that didn't happen. What do you mean it didn't happen? I I don't know what happened. I'm telling you, that did not happen. And then, uh, you know, she looked into it more. She had not seen actually what did happen She's just relating to me what people are saying. She said, well, people are saying that they did this. They did the tomahawk thing, making fun of him, and this and that. And I said, I, I don't know what to say. That didn't happen. There's something you're not hearing because I know the pro-life community. I don't know these boys, but I know the pro-life community as a whole. And I know that this didn't happen. And um, of course, it ended up on... Um, completely right <laughs> absolutely, absolutely and i wish i could have said that on <laughs> saturday night just so i could point to it and say yeah <laughs> we know more than i don't know
1: uh, the certainly the typical uh uh reporter on this well you know it, it's interesting my my wife um told me about it in a similar way except this was um i want to say it was actually monday no it was sunday um it was after the boys had gotten home after the diocese of cummington uh put out their their shameful statement mm-hmm. and the uh the one boy uh what's his name sandman um
0: uh,
1: nick nick sandman nick sandman yeah okay <clears throat> so anyway it was after uh, after the diocese of cummington put out their shameful statement and after Nick Sandman wrote his response to that uh, statement, just kind of laying everything out and explaining what happened. And my wife told me about the incident, but she went right into his statement, his explaining what really happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was already kind of indignant on his behalf. So I was kind of getting the story, um, you know, already in its uh, corrected version uh, but you know, the, uh, I think I honestly would have had the same reaction if if somebody had just said, "Hey, uh, these kids at the March for Life started uh harassing um and kind of mobbing around the these uh, American Indians." Um, I would have said, "No, that that's not the story. Something might have gone on, but it wasn't that." And you know, I'll, uh, here's the thing. I you know, we grew up, um. Kind of going to the local abortion clinic and and protesting there uh work you know kind of being right alongside the sidewalk counselors who work there and and everything and of course, you know we kind of grew up with this ethic of um you know every person we f- we would not have even thought remotely, for example um about harassing. Uh, in the sense of of uh, bad talking or bad mouthing, any of the women who went into the clinic. I mean, we we were we grew up with this mindset that they were victims just as much as the babies. That you know everybody right. who walks into a Planned Parenthood is a victim of some uh, of some in some manner. Right. But they had these uh, we called them death squirts. This group of uh, gals who would stand outside oh, the clinic. Yeah. And if they perceived a woman walking in who might be going there to either inquire about abortion or if it maybe she had one scheduled or whatever, they would rush out and surround her and shuttle her uh, physically in through the gates where people couldn't any longer reach the woman. They would... Uh, talk loud so that the woman wouldn't be able to hear what anybody said to her and they would prevent the woman from being able to receive or accept literature from anybody who might be trying to hand her something. Um, I mean, if, if, if you kind of, if, if you were to envision a kind of a, uh, a metaphorical uh, bear trap kind of reaching out and snatching the woman, you really wouldn't be that far off Uh, from how these death squirts acted.
0: And and the the counselors who had uh, some of them even certain training on how to try to approach these women who are going into the clinics, Mm -hmm. um, the language is such that, um, hey, we have uh, options for you. Uh, We can, if you don't have to have an abortion, we could help you. Uh, not have an abortion things like that you, right things right. like baby killer that that wasn't but yeah
1: that, that 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 wasn't used right exactly but here's the thing so these these death squads. um you know i was a a um you know a young um a, a teenager um a little bit of a of a punk you know if you will and i would engage these death squads and Um, so there was one day when I, you know, engaged one, not, you know, the, the level was not at a level that you could even call, uh, name calling, Mm -hmm. but it was less than 100% charitable. Okay. There's me, young teen. Now here's the thing. The other pro-lifers called me out on it Yeah, because that's how they are.
0: Right. Uh, so as a crowd and it's, yeah. I remember once uh at the protest there was uh some police standing by and this was like uh this is like a week or two after they had arrested mom once. Mm-hmm. So I was I think twelve and I had some things to say to him that weren't very nice and suddenly this giant hand clamps imagine. on my shoulder <laughs> and says, Son, that's not how we do it and i think i said one more thing he said son he's doing his job uh we're not here to condemn people hmm. we're here to fight abortion yeah. yeah and i have no idea who this guy was but i mean i <laughs> i knew his face because i would see he these there. people yeah, every uh, week he was a, a, right but right, i right. couldn't tell you who that was now hmm yeah but that yeah. that's how it is at these rallies and abortion protests that's that's just how it is,
1: right? Right. It's it's how it always is.
0: And so, not only that, but generally, if if like new people are coming in, they're more or less uh, coached on certain things. For example, mm-hmm. people will pass by and they will see say some really vile things to you. Um, you you just don't respond to it, or you respond charitably. That's you're told that. Right. Especially like if a school group is coming or something like that. You don't engage because mm-hmm. we don't need to stir the pot. We're just there to show our stance on abortion. That's it.
1: Right. So, yeah. And, and you know, the, these uh, various school groups um, who make it a point to, to make it to this uh, the March for Life uh, in January, they also, uh, I'm sure... Uh, coach the kids ahead of time on what to expect on how to respond um to uh, hecklers and others yeah um and and you know i i, I it, it sounds like they they really were because what these kids did i mean they they uh exactly they started chanting you... school spirit stuff you know that right. like okay we're not going to engage on that level let's let's just kind of keep to ourselves and chant school spirit to kind of drown it out so we don't have to deal with it you know that was what they did
0: right and um you know, I mean, okay. Again, that was our response because we knew this crowd so well. Mm-hmm. Um, so our initial response is, uh, "No, it didn't happen that way. It just right. didn't happen." And
1: and and it's the you know the thing. It's hard to get this this how how across how much we would be not only correct, but we are right to have that response, knowing what we do about the kind of people who are pro-life.
0: Right. And apparently the bishop in Covington doesn't know anyone who's pro-life. He must not. He yeah. obviously has That's never been to these, uh, these rallies and these protests. I Or
1: he would have known better.
0: The, here's his quote. This behavior is opposed to the church's teaching. What behavior? Does he even uh, know yeah. what behavior? Uh, exactly. teach you On dignity and respect of the human person, uh, the matter is being investigated. If it's still being investigated, why did you just say that? Yeah. yeah. And we know this. Train the entire witness of the March for Life and express our most sincere apologies. Mm-hmm. I, this is disgusting. Yeah. And the yeah. Archbishops of uh, Louisville and a couple other bishops added to that, you know, supported the statement. Mm-hmm. None of them went yeah. bothered to find out what happened.
1: No, this this is before they had even talked to a single one of the boys who had been there.
0: That is a kick in the teeth, yeah, to the entire pro-life community. Every yeah. single one of. Yeah. By the way, yeah. uh, we should mention here. Okay, this is Covington, Kentucky. We're talking about. If you're from Cincinnati,
1: oh right, you consider
0: familiar. you consider Covington to be a neighborhood of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They would fight if you said that to them because to them they're Covington, Kentucky. To us, they are Covington, Cincinnati. It's right across <laughs> yeah. the river. Yeah, yeah. The, they, it they... wouldn't be on the map if it wasn't for the Cincinnati metropolitan area. So a lot of people who work in Cincinnati move to Covington just in order to get out of some of the taxes and the, you know, certain laws and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, no, we're not from Covington, but... Uh, we kind
1: of see them as, as us, you know. They're, even though
0: they are different dioceses uh, so, uh, and yeah. not part of the Cincinnati Archdiocese, but all the same, I could lump the Diocese of Covington and the Diocese, Archdiocese of Cincinnati in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Because... The pro-life community has been active in this area for 20 years. Every now and then they'll grace us with a presence at one of the uh, an annual rosary march.
1: You mean the bishops?
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. They never do more than that. Mm-hmm. They they've got thousands of outreach programs, et cetera. Nothing to help solve the problem of abortion. Right. Right. Uh they and they you know, out they disgust me they it's
1: it has this this has softened a little bit maybe in the last decade but but you know when we were uh younger and growing up it, we almost got the impression that the bishops that our bishops were ashamed of us taking this to the streets and protesting
0: they were ashamed
1: that's that they the wouldn't thing. even and, talk
0: about it And they still don't talk about it.
1: It it sounds like they still are. I mean, when you look at their handling, this bishop's handling of this incident, it sounds like they really still fundamentally are ashamed. They assume the worst right out of the, uh, you know, out of the gate.
0: I, I, I mean this right after that uh, whole scandal. you know, less than a year after the 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 Pennsylvania oh, scandal, yeah, the Pennsylvania, um, and then the McCarrick thing and the McCarrick and, and, crap, and then all the the Pope Francis's response to the McCarrick problem. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, I honestly think that that this kind of stuff is almost um, uh, of a kind. I, you know, I I think the same kind of we don't want to make noise. We don't want to draw attention to ourselves. We don't want to be seen by, um, elite, uh, you know, the, the, the powerful people in society as out there. I'm, I'm putting air quotes on that. Um, yeah, that, that caused them to try to cover this up. That caused them to turn a blind eye towards a growing, uh, and, and festering, um, ethic, Of uh, sexual misbehavior among the priests, I think that same thing is what allows them to treat the pro-life movement the way they do.
0: Yeah, and you know, right now, I'd say the Catholic Church as a whole, because a lot of these worthwhile endeavors are run and uh, managed by the laity, and on a whole, the Catholic Church, the body of Christ, reminds me of that part in Scripture where Jesus had pity on the crowd because they were like sheep without a shepherd, mm-hmm. and that's going on right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good point. I hadn't even thought of that. That, um, right? They we we f- feel very much like sheep without a shepherd when you know we're left to try to work these things ourselves. We get hard hardly any support at all from the uh you know the the hierarchy of the church um and then i mean incidents like this it's like okay it's one thing if you're going to ignore us and kind of turn away and be ashamed of us but then um to to uh to come you out know and condemn us k- kick us under the bus and and you know
0: I... this is like uh throwing him to the uh, wolves yeah the yeah, shepherd exactly. throwing his the, sheep, to the the sheep to the wolves. It's exactly. That
1: there's the the initial response, uh, the initial impulse at least should have been to try to be protective of these boys. These are sons of the diocese, right? The bishop. E- should even have if tried you one hundred percent
0: believed them, you could have said something uh, like, "Well, uh, boys are rash. You know, boys will be boys sometimes." Yeah.
1: Or or that was the time to maybe say well, you know what, we're going to look into it, and we're going to talk to them and find out what happened, yeah. and then we'll let you know.
0: Guess what they're saying right now.
1: Yeah, that's what they're saying now. I mean, that's right now what they owe is an apology.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, but they were quick enough to condemn the boys before they had the story. Now <laughs> they kind of do have the story. There's 500 videos of what really went on, and they're, uh, we're well, investigating. Yeah. We're going to well, investigate, all right?
1: Yeah, that, that we we want to investigate so that we know exactly how much crow we have to eat so that we don't eat any more than we have to. That's what they're investigating. Yeah,
0: but they're not going to eat any crow.
1: Yeah, they're going to try not to.
0: I mean, they, uh, uh, <laughs> even now we've got this idiotic priest uh, on uh, CNN. What the heck is his name? Oh, uh, yeah, there's one
1: priest who even continues to condemn the boys, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I'm looking for his name, yeah, Beck. Something Beck. That's right. Something Edward mm-hmm. Beck, I think. Um, so his response uh, is... Yeah, Father um, Edward Beck. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That they shouldn't have had the mega. They had no right to wear the mega hat. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and... and had, okay, seriously. get this. He's... He's saying there are more issues than abortion in the pro-life uh, movement. Uh, yeah. If, if I told you... If I said aside from abortion what other issues are there in the pro life movement what would you come up with uh,
1: okay maybe uh, suicide and euthanasia i mean
0: suicide euthanasia kind of you know it's like, kind of capital punishment maybe
1: maybe i don't really think of it I as that, but maybe stem cell research you know uh, Yeah. yeah uh, you know what his you know, issues in
0: the pro-life the, movement are?
1: The, the ones that involve killing people, certainly. Okay, right. You know, what, what did he say?
0: Death. Okay. Uh, immigration, the oh, environment, seriously? and These climate are pro-life change.
1: Issue? These are part of the These, pro-life? This
0: is part of the pro-life issue.
1: You know, this is worth, worse than, uh, than than Cardinal uh, Bernadine uh, yeah. was when he, he tried to defuse the pro-life movement with his uh, uh, seamless garment uh, rhetoric.
0: What the hell is going on with the church?
1: Yeah, exactly. These are.
0: This is terrible. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, it's. I don't don't even know what
0: to say about this. It's so bad.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: They should. They should. I'm just telling you. Someone said that the uh, the parents are uh, suing the archdiocese. uh, Oh right which uh i i'd like to see that i how else do you make them uh behave yeah <laughs> answerable I, I, for these kinds of things how how yeah. they should answer for this they should mm-hmm. answer for this by uh i, I don't they shouldn't you know, be a you, bishop you, anymore i could tell you that much uh, yeah
1: i you know i th- what the arch. what the uh the diocese of Covington owes these boys and and their families is not just an apology for how they uh completely botched their initial um response they they owe it to these boys and these families to stand up and say we're proud of how they handled a difficult situation these are high schoolers
0: yeah and because when i was in high school let me tell you that guy would have had had a broken nose (laughs)
1: <laughs> i certainly uh, yeah, i wouldn't have the, done uh, that
0: at I, I, a pro-life out rally because mostly yeah, because the people around mindset. me would have been stopped would have stopped me right, right but um i but yeah, I, yeah we it was been admirable yeah they uh they should be um held up now as the Exemplars. classic example this is what you're yeah. supposed to do exactly And even to this day, they're having to defend themselves against these priests and bishops.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one thing, you know, you know that there are just certain people out there who are going to be willfully ignorant and not get it. Yeah. You you know, that's... uh, um, But for your own church to throw you to the wolves like that and to continue... To to not stick up for you, to continue to show the kind of of willful ignorance uh, that just plays right into the hands of the enemies of the church. That's... You know, how alone must these families feel?
0: I could not... I can't even imagine because, I mean... At one point, do you think, I, I, why yeah, am a, I still Catholic? I,
1: exactly. I mean... What is, is, is going on? There's got to still... be something
0: wrong here that I'm still with this church. There must be another answer.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, you know, hopefully some priest is reaching out to this family and saying, hey, I don't know what, what my bishop's doing, uh, but you guys deserve better. Uh, you know, Hopefully there's a priest out there doing that and and... Giving these families the, the the affirmation that that they really deserve, um, but right. I, I don't know. I, you know, I haven't heard anything. I know that they've been fairly quiet since then, and and uh, I think appropriately so, and and justly so. Um, now, uh, the boy uh, Nick Sandman, he apparently did an interview what was was it um, there was USA uh usa today was or it, something like that uh, yeah that or the today show or something like that i think it was yeah. the today show okay um so anyway and and he was you know he he did well from what i hear i i didn't actually watch the interview i heard but, a
0: few uh uh excerpts uh mm-hmm. yeah he did he was uh kind of soft-spoken and and but he mm-hmm. didn't apologize for what he did because he hadn't no, done anything he, wrong.
1: Nothing to apologize for. He comported himself well. I I understand that he stayed on message, didn't let himself get either angry or distracted. Um, right. So, I mean, again, and 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 you know, knowing that that this is a this isn't a like a local Catholic station that that has gotten his story and wants to you know be friendly and and set the truth right. This is a secular. Uh, environment. He knows that there may be uh, a little bit of hostile intent here, um, right? And and so for him to be able to go on like that, you know, that that must have taken tremendous courage as well. He's only sixteen.
0: Yeah. Well, he was. He's a well-raised sixteen-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah. We could you say know, that much about him anyway.
1: And yeah, here's here's what's amazing. He's well-raised. And you would think that the you know his parents are has have obviously done some very right things. Based on his behavior, you would say his high school has been doing some very right things. But you know what? Apparently, the high school doesn't have confidence in what well, how wait they've a minute. been I, okay, them, Right. Okay. So
0: the the diocese came out with that statement, and... and my
1: understanding was that the high school you know basically. St- Stepped into the background and let the diocese handle it. They, well, they remained silent. Some
0: people are s- reporting as if the statement was from the high school and the diocese. Oh. I heard from um one of the fathers of one of the boys there, and I don't know mm-hmm. if it was Sanders or not, said that the high school did actually stand behind the boys. Oh,
1: well, that's good. Okay. I
0: hope that happened. No, I, yeah. I, I don't see anyone reporting that, but except this one guy who had called into a talk show and, and mentioned that, no, the high school did stand behind the boys.
1: They're not making any public statements.
0: Right, which they ought Possibly, to.
1: Possibly, well... It, they might not know, be allowed. I was just going to say, they're they're a Catholic high school, and they might be constrained by orders from the from the diocese. Yeah. So... I don't know. Ho- hopefully we'll we'll see we'll, you know we'll we'll get a picture of that and uh how that is. But you know how, how do people continue you know this is the kind of stuff that that uh you know drives people into other religions and other churches that Yeah. And and you know honestly there there are plenty of uh Protestant pro-lifers out there too. Um it's kind of interesting. I should I should actually try to look up and see how Protestants generally are responding to this thing. I'd be curious.
0: Yeah, I have not. Uh, I have not. Uh, the problem right now is that um, the whole the whole kind of pro life movement is mostly run by Catholics right now, and it's yeah. not. Well, it depends on what you mean by movement. And when I say movement, I think of the picket line. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the there are other activity, things that are happening activities.
0: that uh, have nothing to do with the picket line. And a lot of that is being run by people that uh, I shouldn't exclude here. But I only know the people on these picket lines and people like the Right to Life centers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like a big portion of it is run by the Catholic laity. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you see a priest. Um, you don't ever see bishops. You never
1: see a bishop involved. Right. And right. the I mean,
0: church never gives them any money that I know of. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they have these charity events and stuff, but I, I've never heard of the church actually giving them money. Um right. I know there are a lot of Protestant uh, pro-lifers, though, who are actually in the movement We don't see them on the picket line because the picket line is turned into a weekly rosary rosary march. Right. So you wouldn't see them. Right. But a lot of times you drive by even on weekdays on these – even you could go by on a weekdays and you'll see people out there with signs or sidewalk counselors, things like that. A lot of those Mm -hmm. people are Protestants.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. They just don't go on that that particular weekend day that that is also always a, uh, a rosary.
0: Right, um, so I, I don't know. I don't want to say something, but someone's like, "Dude, hey, wait, I, gonna, I go waiting. there all the time." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the I these I, the, we've talked about these the American Indians, okay? Uh yeah. That that were there, and and they had their thing, and and I you know I guess they were there for the first ever. Um, Indigenous people's march. uh I'm not sure, you know, whether that which a... happens
0: to be on the weekend of the pro life rally,
1: not t- the on the day of pro life. Yeah.
0: yeah, and right. Which <laughs> why did how many that? people were out there with these Native Americans? I don't know. And a how thousand. many people were out there with the pro life movement? The I mean,
1: quarter quarter million at conservative estimates.
0: Yeah, and and it's that big every year
1: yeah um i I, uh, I I don't know what the the indigenous people's march is even about other than to try to say you know to raise consciousness that uh kind of like a we were here first message is is that you know I, I don't know I, have no I, idea. I don't get it but um know. but why why did they do it in the middle of winter you right. know I, I don't know so this guy uh that that was the leader of this that that kind of caused the confrontation this uh nathan phillips did you hear about him um trying to get into the national shrine uh this morning i, I, no, I don't know I... if it was this morning or last night but it was like you know within the last day uh he and a group the, the you know his group of of uh american indian you know peep followers or whatever uh approached the uh shrine of the immaculate conception beating his drum singing their uh, Indian uh, spirituals.
0: Shrine of Immaculate. Where's that? Is that in Washington? In Washington, Washington
1: D.C. Yeah, the, it's the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. Okay. That's uh, um, you've been there actually, but you were a baby at the time.
0: I wasn't a baby. I remember. You know oh, what? You remember going. Okay. But that was that's the big church, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. You yep. know what? The, I remember. Huge... This is weird. I mean, okay. I had made my first communion. I think the year before that, uh-huh. and I knew how to take communion. But Mm -hmm. that giant church and that huge crowd, I just got nervous. And the priest held up the host and said, body of Christ. I said, amen, reached up and grabbed it from him. (laughs) (laughs) I went back to my pew. I was already turning red, I know. And uh, I just... That's what I remember about the Washington, D.C. My
1: one time, my one time to receive Holy Communion at the National Shrine and I flubbed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll have to go back there and go to mass sometime just yeah. so you can do it right.
0: <laughs> it's insane. So, <laughs> I didn't so, even uh, look to see what, you know, his look or his yeah, response. Just, uh, I just reached yeah. up and grabbed it and ran.
1: <laughs> Got out of there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think I said a word the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> so, we're, we're, certainly, like mom or dad was behind you, or were you like at the I, end of the nobody line? Nobody
0: noticed that I know of.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, um, so this this Nathan Phillips with his his followers were beating beating his drum and singing their their spiritual songs, uh, attempting to enter the national shrine during mass and wow. uh, they were so insistent they they wouldn't just turn away because the the people outside that uh i, I don't know who, whoever it is that that kind of stands outside whether they're ushers or whatever but whatever but but they said no you this is during mass you can't go in there right now you can come in maybe afterwards or something well they they were they weren't going to be told no and they ended up having to lock the doors with the congregation inside for the rest of mass wow yeah and, I mean that's that's the kind of people that were harassing this sixteen year old boy and his friends,
0: and the sixteen year old boy uh simply stood there and smiled yeah and did not engage mm-hmm and I'm even now i'm I'm like I heard this reporter on cNN saying um he should have backed down. I don't know what that what? means Back yeah. down from what, what? Mean, back, what? Run back to your bus? But there's no right. bus. He's there, there no waiting bus. for a bus. Yeah. Right. right. Where is there to back down? Right. Uh, there's nowhere know. to go.
1: He also didn't know what the guy wanted. He didn't know if the guy was going to say something to him or, or if the guy...
0: Uh, yeah, a lot of come them, come I right? think, yeah. thought that, that the drum like, was uh, like joining in their school cheer.
1: Okay, hey, you you join us? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, I yeah think, everybody. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so so he th- okay. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, and you know, you look that—that's that, kind of the famous picture of him standing there smiling, and it's like, okay, this is a a uh, high school kid's nervous. What's going on here? What do I do? Kind of smile, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So, but but then, I, I guess to exacerbate the whole thing, and 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 maybe this was more of part of the you know precipitation of it but you've got these these black hebrew israelites
0: yeah i heard that were
1: taunting five minutes of their rants three or four of them and yeah i mean they're yelling you know swear words and profanities and and racial slurs and calling uh they're they're kind of taunting the it's kind of weird because they're taunting the indians on the one hand and and calling them savages and and tell them they worship totem poles and and that's why they lost this land and you know stuff like that and then they're taunting the high schoolers and calling them crackers and stuff and and then they're the you know whatever the indian guys were doing somehow the story that 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 got misreported was a confrontation between the high schoolers and the Indians? Um, yeah, you know, if they really wanted a story, they could have talked about hey these these black Hebrew Israelites. Which we should clarify for anybody who doesn't know that uh, uh, these are not Israelites who happen to be black. the The name of the group is Black Israelites or Black Hebrews right. or Black Hebrew Israelites. That's, it's a cult. That's how they identify. Yeah, it's a, it's a cult. It's I hate a, to say
0: a, this. It's a shoot a, off of a cult that uh one of our family members is involved in
1: oh okay sounds like it could be that i thought that in, i don't know anything about rastafarianism i thought they were maybe rastafarians or something but i don't know what that means i, I, I don't but, well bob marley was a rastafarian um they they believe that the black people are the chosen race and white people can't go to heaven and stuff like that oh, but, okay. but i think i think these black hebrews kind of believe the same thing uh, you, you know
0: they didn't look uh, the video I, that I, I saw they didn't look uh, All one black? of them didn't look black uh,
1: well maybe 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 I don't it was know.
0: half black or something could I be. be yeah i don't know the whole I, thing I was that... so bizarre
1: yeah yeah it's you know and here's the thing <laughs> I, I, There's there, a dimension I want to bring out and, and I'm not going to throw an accusation at any particular news organization, but I'm going to just put it out there as something, you know, worth asking uh, in the vague, you know, could this be some news organization every year? hundreds of thousands of people you know at least a hundred thousand i think this was like estimated to be the biggest year yet for the march of life Mm -hmm. and like i said conservative estimates quarter of a million people every year at least a hundred thousand people go out there they've they've been doing this since the very first anniversary of roe v wade uh and i think they they got a few thousand marchers that first time um and every year it's grown and they're out there in force every year and the mainstream uh news um outlets and, and uh you know reporting channels ignore it every year to such a degree that that you could, you would be justified just calling it a media blackout right. every year now here's the thing uh now some boys are harassed and heckled by these black hebrew israelites uh they're approached and accosted by these indians Uh, somebody made, nobody seems to know who made this short, uh, video slice that was kind of designed and cut to try to make it look like the boys were being aggressive, uh, the high school boys. And now what happens, all the news media are reporting on the March for life. But what they're reporting on is the fact that these March for life, uh, high school boys were mobbing and harassing these American Indians yeah uh, which is exactly the kind of thing that the modern uh, media would love to report because they're very uh, against Christian values they're very against uh, pro-life values they would love nothing more than to see pro-life people grossly misbehaving and boy when they when they you know smelled blood they went after it and, and it suddenly yeah. went everywhere. Uh, well, guess what? They went after it, you know, so blindly they got caught with their pants down, and every one of them misreported. That you know, basically guilty of uh, uh, poor, you know, uh, lapses, of, is lapses of journalistic integrity to say yeah, the least. It was, yeah, it was, <laughs> you bad. You know, so but here's the thing: is, is it unfair to ask the question? Did some news source, did somebody who wants to see the pro-life movement discredited put these black Hebrew Israelites and put these uh, Native American uh, indigenous marchers up to doing this?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Because, well, here's the thing. Where did that video come from that was Uh... clearly constructed to show a lie?
0: There were a lot of people filming.
1: Well, I know that's there must why we been, know as I, much as we do.
0: But so but, I, I but guess somebody the took it and report, purposely
1: made it to look like something it wasn't. That's my point. Right. Somebody, some reporter, purposely did that. lied.
0: But yeah. the um, both of these groups, the Black Israelites and the Native Americans, were there because. There's already such a big crowd that either it's part of a disruption that they themselves planned, and possibly they could make their crowd look bigger or something. Oh, I see for, what you mean by hijacking the uh, yeah pro life okay. crowd. Hey,
1: let's let's go march on on January 18th, uh, and then when we get we'll get footage of big crowds, and we'll say that it's us. Okay, that makes sense. I think that's what happened. That makes sense, yeah so and and this this I you know I, I don't know this Nathan Phillips guy he, he's he's very strange um, he's the only thing I can say is is a charitable interpretation of of his story is that he's delusional
0: yeah, I think that is the case and apparently I, I think he has lied about uh, fighting in Nam. He did uh, not go to
1: Nam. He was a veteran of that era, but he did not go to Nam.
0: Okay, and I—that's I, all I know about him. Yeah, except he's kind of—he so likes to start trouble. You know, apparently, I think there's right. a. There were a couple other incidents that he was part of.
1: Well, and interestingly, he—he he, the, there was an incident. Um, I want to say maybe in Michigan, but uh, where he kind of almost did the same thing there was a what what he claimed was a um a fight brewing between a couple of groups and I, I i don't know if, if this one of them was a pro-life group like this or not but he did kind of the same thing he walked up and beat his drum and started singing you know uh, uh american indian spiritual songs and uh-huh. uh, you know kind of placed himself as the intervener um you know to to um you know to to uh what's the word uh, dissipate animosity among yeah. these groups that was building um so yeah he, he's got a little bit of a troubled um background um i know that somebody talked to the tribe that he belongs to and they in as 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 nice a way as possible they kind of said yeah, he's out there. We're not really sure about him. Um, you know, he he he's one of us, but he he's not really with us. All right. You know, that it sounded like a, a very uh nice
0: I think you've, dis- you've
1: disownment. <laughs> you've got an
0: oddball Native American who um I would bet that most of his followers are like I don't they just want to be followers. Uh, that could be. Some people just need a something. leader. They, some mm-hmm. people have to right. be a part of something. It's like uh, they're
1: addicted to a, to having a cause.
0: And then you've got these black Israelites who uh, are just just like to start trouble. I, I mean, it sounds like it. They're yeah. hateful people. And mm-hmm. I I saw a very small section of the video of what they were saying, and I heard one girl said, "Why are you guys so angry?" and and then they went off on another rant and. Cussed more and said all kinds of vile things and uh and and then you got these pro life high schoolers who are just kind of standing there not doing yep. anything.
1: Yep, not Minded. not engaging. Um kind of <laughs> really being models.
0: Yeah. Definitely models that uh uh I hope that, that the rest of the church could look at and say this is how you should parent. And this is, uh, if you're a parent, and this is how you should behave if you're a, uh, a young man. Mm-hmm. Speaking yep. of young men. What? Uh, see, we were originally planning to talk about the Gillette commercial. Oh, <laughs> that's right.
1: We still have to do that.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Did
1: you, yeah, we'll 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 talk about that some other time.
0: I have seen it, and finally. I just kept oh, hearing right. about it, and finally I looked at it. I thought, this, this commercial's stupid, among yeah. other things.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying, you know, I kind of uh, put it in a uh, uh, a light that was uh, definitely not quite what they intended. Um, you know, I did a uh, review of it that basically said, hey, l- look at the all the guys that are what they're calling... You know, toxic. They're all acting in packs. None of them are standing out. None of them are taking charge. None of them are acting like real men. Right. And then the guys that step up and actually take control of the situation—they're dominating. They're standing up. They're leading. Uh, they're acting like what we would call real men. Okay. Yeah. So what's your point? I, I don't. The only—I I don't know what the, even the point of the commercial is, other than to try to say that. For a whole generation, there aren't any real men, and we need some real men. I don't know. Yeah, that—that's kind of how, how I'm spinning it. You know. Okay. Um. So.
0: Well, uh, but I know that there are. We'll other do people that who, a show on that maybe yeah. next week, and yeah, we'll talk about uh, manhood in general and what it means to be a real man, and mm-hmm. and that. Uh. But that's our. That's our current event for this week. Is uh, uh, what was his name Sandman? I yeah, that was Sanders.
1: S- S- no, it's uh, it's uh, Nick Sandman. N- S- A- S-A-N-D-M-A-N-N. like like Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um.
0: Hats off to Nick Sandman and his parents. Uh, and it, it sucks that that yep. the diocese didn't stand with them. Uh, yep,
1: uh, parents, you should be proud.
0: Um, that's all I got on this.
1: Yep, that's all I got.
0: All right, so, <laughs> so thanks for listening. We're sorry well, we didn't on. get to. What's
1: that? We have time for any current events?
0: That was a current event. Well, I know not? Right, was a yeah, current event, okay. but are what we? other current? There's a bunch of current events out there. Other oh, there's this. a bunch.
1: There's a bunch, but 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 you know, here's here's just just to kind of uh, uh, lighten it a little bit. Um, uh, I've got a few uh, items of note. Oh, okay. Uh, for one thing, in Germany now, um, in the uh, town of uh, Friedberg they are so enamored with Elvis Presley that their traffic lights uh, have silhouette images of Elvis in in some of his classical uh, stances. The go, the walk light is, is him doing his kind of the classical where he's up on his toes and the stop light is him kind of face forward, you know, with a mic stand uh, singing, you know, one of his songs. Really? Yeah, seriously.
0: Is this, uh... Like, what would have been Western or Eastern Germany?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know where Friedberg is. Um, Let's see. Maps.Google. It's just north of uh, Frankfurt. Luxembourg, there's uh, Brussels.
0: Uh, That would have been... It's, like, right there in the middle.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, though...
0: That would have been more more Western Germany. I'm thinking
1: that would have that that's that's in what you know. I don't think it matters anymore. I you know I think. Well, I'm just
0: saying if if this was in a part of Germany that was uh, heavily censored, and suddenly they find this guy, oh, because the novelty of it, and They've never. (laughs) Possibly in the past couple years, it was like, you know, because America was. yeah, yeah, obsessed with him for quite a few years.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, since... I mean, he died in 74, right?
0: Did he? That's the year well, I was born.
1: Un- un- unless <laughs> unless you believe some of the conspiracy theories. Maybe he didn't die. <laughs> I don't, may, wait, see, when did... When did Elvis? You know what we should, I typed?
0: We should fake funny. Elvis's second death.
1: Nope, I was wrong. Seventy-seven. I was off oh, by three okay. years. Okay. Well, yeah, I wasn't 74, Seventy-four was the fake death. Seventy-seven was the real death. Yeah. You know? <laughs> huh. He he was born two years before Dad was in thirty-five. They're really
0: like. It, that reminds me of that um that documentary about uh what's that singer's name? That guy. Uh, that place in South Africa, that where he had uh, he had been real popular. He only had two albums. This country, this place in South Africa, he was really big and everybody knew him. Everybody knew all his songs, but they all there were all these rumors about him being dead. And, oh, and they were uh, doing a documentary to kind of talk about his life a little bit, and they found out he's still alive. So uh-huh. they they finally got a hold of him and he went back and did a couple tours there.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> that's kind of cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I can't. See, I this happens to me all the time. There's something that I and I it's just called, can't think of yeah, the name it's... of this guy. Anyway, okay. So they really so like Elvis.
1: Yeah, they really like Elvis, so he's on their traffic lights. It's uh, it's kind of funny. We should post a picture of it on our uh, on the uh, the, the yeah, uh, we'll website. find some,
0: we'll find pictures and post them on there.
1: So apparently, you remember? Uh, I don't know if you remember when we were little. Dad wanted to be to build this really big snowman, and we we kind of in the, in the back behind the barn. We rolled the snow so big that we just couldn't even roll it anymore.
0: Yeah, it gave me nightmares we got
1: well we got like 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 3 or 4 of them and but then there were i don't know how dad thought we would stack top them of each we other. couldn't yeah we couldn't lift them so right. they just kind of sat there all winter as as things to hang out well somebody built the snowman and and i i tell you i'm looking at the picture the snowman is is taller than the porch roof it looks like uh it looks like the one dad meant to build but here's the thing uh somebody decided that they were going to vandalize it and just ram into it with uh their car or 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 their uh maybe it was somebody out with a plow or whatever but yeah but they i think it was a plow i don't know so they thought they were just going to ram this thing down and knock it down well it turns out that the person actually built the snowman over a huge tree stump <laughs> which was inside the base.
0: so that they mess up their plow <laughs>
1: I don't know. I think they probably did. If they weren't using a plow, they definitely messed up their car.
0: <laughs> Do you remember the year I buried your car? You no. probably didn't even notice. I, pro-
1: I probably went out and dug it out and didn't even know. I was so pissed I off.
0: Buried. <laughs> I had me and someone else spent like 2 hours. I think it's I think it was one of the guys up the street, either Alan or Jimmy, and mm-hmm. uh, you had that Escort and yeah. Would have uh, been easy to bury Yeah, it was a small car But still, there was a lot of snow And the plows had pushed it over the side And you were kind of sectioned in by the snow I said, right. hey And <laughs> I didn't want to shovel the walk I thought it was unfair that I had to do it But I went out there to do it And then uh, my friend showed up I'm like, hey, let's bury Danny's car We <laughs> completely buried your car You couldn't even You couldn't see any of it couldn't and get in the door. You had to go to work. You came out. I mean, you felt for the door, opened the door, got inside, started it up, and drove away. <laughs> like, you didn't even notice the snow. It just went over on top of it. I was so mad. <laughs> that
1: sounds like something Dad would do. Yeah, it does.
0: I remember that... Uh, I I remember kind of vaguely having this giant snowball that it took like six people to roll that you guys had made. And that night I had a nightmare that like you were having a snowball fight and somebody threw that and it was like... Like it stuck over their head, so somebody had this giant snowball stuck over their head, and they couldn't breathe, but nobody could get the snowball off them. Oh that man, it's a weird, it's a weird dream, yeah. but yeah. I still vividly remember that. Wow,
1: you had some weird dreams. I had yeah. some weird dreams. I had some dreams I won't talk about.
0: Okay, <laughs>
1: okay. So, uh, there's uh, another interesting bit. Uh, I guess there are these. Um, cameras that people buy there they're called nest cameras and uh, I, I i guess they put them in their living room and, and maybe they uh, uh, or they you can use them for ba- like baby monitors and stuff like that
0: are these but, originally for like birds nests or something
1: no 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 okay. these are these are for houses okay well well they've they've been hacked and so a family you know was you know just kind of minding its own business and suddenly they hear uh, this loud um, announcement that the United States had retaliated against Pyongyang and there were uh, th- missiles on their way to three major cities and the people had three hours to evacuate. And President Trump has been uh, removed to a remote bunker somewhere.
0: <laughs> Where was this happened to one family or a whole bunch of everyone who was I, hacked?
1: I, I think it only happened, I think it happened to a family, but it, it, I think it happened to, like, multiple individual families who didn't bother to change the default password on the device. I think it's uh-huh. that kind of a thing. And so somebody manages to get access to their Wi-Fi because they don't change the password on their router either. And then they find their their this nest camera, which also has speakers, and then they they load this thing and and start throwing out these alerts and stuff like that.
0: And then what happened? Did it did? Well,
1: eventually they figured it did out. Chaos you know, what was ensue on, or? It did what? How is that oh, a story? I think it's just funny.
0: I guess it's funny, but I like the fact that somebody reported that. I would have thought, okay, something came of it. <laughs> like there was a town. that Oh, was destroyed
1: that, oh, no, 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 no. That's no, that. These, these are. This is. This is just okay. a, a light. Just kind of a incidental. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. The, pro, pro, you know, probably on the same order as my next and last one, which is this. In the United Kingdom, uh, British police, you know, they target, uh, they ticket cars, um, that don't have a parking pass. Well, I guess a car got ticketed because the front windshield was too covered with pigeon poo to see the parking pass.
0: (laughs) Oh, he had a parking pass, but they couldn't see it (laughs) because but they couldn't see it. Couldn't they they have scraped off a little bit?
1: They could have, but lazy police. These these are you. These are British police. (laughs) Police period. (laughs) Well, and even even though uh, they've appealed, the couple appealed the fine fine twice, but they're still being told to pay up.
0: (laughs) Really. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder how pig. much of a ticket it is
1: that's uh, like $200 200
0: yeah that's a lot I
1: know yeah I guess I yeah, might that it's, might it's fight a that. kind of a big deal yeah yeah
0: oh well well is that it my kids that's are really it. mad at me because I told them we'd play a game tonight
1: that's all I got yeah go play okay. a game have a family all right. uh, fun night of well thanks for fun. listening
0: and hopefully we'll record Saturday or Sunday and not skip again. And uh, thanks for listening to Podcast Podcasting Things. Bye, everyone.